Sneaker, sneaker business, business talk. talk. The podcast you cheer for. Sneaker, sneaker business, business talk. talk. It's the Soul Material Podcast. Welcome to the Soul Material Podcast, the podcast you cheer for with the OGEO. That's T Market Street Shark. And we are here to talk about the just boom and evolution and popularity and consistency of just the restoration of sneakers. And um, we're from a few eras, but the money that has been made and the people that have even um, opened brick and mortars just to clean, restore, re-glue, revive your shoes um, has been a phenomenon within itself. Um, there are a whole lot of shoes that because the materials alone and because of what the sole was made out of and so forth, no pun intended, um, we all know we don't get those kind of materials ever again. So um, keeping those shoes alive, particularly if they don't have an air unit or an air bubble or any of that kind of technology, um, you know, it's big business now to take a shoe apart and to uh, change the sole or to sole swap and uh, restore, you know, it's so much going on. I was just cleaning sneakers. So we wanted to just tackle that because um thrifting and uh getting og shoes or used shoes is now as big a business as selling or obtaining uh, a ds shoe now these days shark oh yeah so again that's why we're the podcast you cheer for and give me that real sneaker business talk because this is I, I like this i'm excited for this conversation just because this is these are some good signs in the business that we're being that you know that because the the ingenuity, you know, being creative and not just saying you're the next reseller. All right. That is not how you you get the longevity out of this industry, out of this market, out of this business. Right. So especially if you purely like these things. Right. Then, you know, and you're a part of the culture, you know, that cleaning your sneakers, you should be taking pride in that. All right. Tuck your laces in so you don't look like a poop putt, um, you know, like all of that. Um, you should be proud of that. Right. And then even if you don't do it yourself the fact that more people are coming up with the their the sneaker wash uh, you know uh and 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 restore uh services and now some of those services are turning into brick and mortar uh, um in real locations and their their businesses you, you weren't thinking that they were sustainable but it, it it's it's evolving um, in a good way, um, you know, so that's good business that, that people have identified these things and they found their niche, right? Whether it's your proprietary cleaning solution that you could also sell, that's just the, the equivalent of a restaurant selling its own sauces. That's, that's, that's the same thing, all right? But, you know, when it comes to, uh, you know, the restoration and the soul swaps, let's be creative, you know? Like we already talked in, previous seasons about particular artists and customizations and things like that. But, you know, now we're going uh, to an, an, another level of, you know, you got your, you know, your high end with your shoes, shoe surgeons, you know, coming in with the, you know, like you're really taking silhouettes and really redoing them in your own way. So uh, again, I, I commend, um, you know, I just named one, but you know, there's plenty of uh, things like that where you can swap the soles and or dye them you know and you know just creatively uh come up with new patterns and stuff because that's really what this i like this 
evolution of the sneaker uh, culture because that's the equivalent of us wearing, you know, fat laces and chains doing lace swaps. Um, you know, like it was going to evolve because people have more options. So I just felt like, you know, I like the direction of the businesses and because they don't feel now when they get saturated and everyone's doing it, that's when I'm not going to like it. Um, you know, like be creative and come up. There are plenty of other things to do. You know, you got your you know, the things to protect your souls, you know, you got your, your uh, different forms of shield guards or whatever, you know, we've talked about how we don't use any of those, but I actually saw a creative one uh, uh, recently, you know, that was like a little sock and he put a little foam thing inside the sock and then it like holds up the shoe. So, you know, that's rather than a piece of plastic uh, cutting your foot uh, inside of a air force one, but you know, any, anything else, you know, that, and then, when you have the your old shoes, you know, your old phones, you know what I'm saying, with the soles separating or whatever, again, you have to be a Paris and have been here in this culture to have a shoe that's separating the soul now. And, and, and not separating because you wore it because you balled in them. That's a different soul separation. Like, just from casually wearing it and having it for so long, the soul is separating. So the fact that, you know, there's more services out there that more competent services um, that actually can execute on those things. Um, I really like that. I, I think you, you've had some restorations uh, in your past, in particular with some phones, I think. Like, did you have a good experience with that? Or you don't have to name the names, but like, how was your experience? Uh, well, Shark, there's one model particularly that's dear to my heart, and anyone who knows me, is the Flight Posit 1. And because of the most recent silhouettes with the change in the actual soul um and the materials that are used the most recent retros from 2014 on they're just a fraction or a skeleton of what the flight positive one has always been about and being from dc originally um that was always the shoe so um because that shoe does not have an air unit in it and the technology in it is um extremely basic um i've been able to keep alive the original 99 and 2000 colorways of the flight positive one um from the original carbon fibers to that foot action exclusive um to the uh finish line exclusive ones that was the uh charcoal and and red ones and then the foot uh foot lock exclusive ones which were the navy and white ones i still got them and those are that um i use illiri um he is on instagram he's in california and i ship them to him and he sends me videos of him basically tearing the whole shoe apart and just re-gluing everything and the shoe is more like a puzzle and <laughs> it's 2022 now i'm still rocking a 1999 with respect and again because materials were what they were at that time um the cracking and just the uh material itself it still holds up and that's what we talk about as far as those times and those eras where we're not gonna get it back again and one shoe i know for sure Nike is never going to retro again the way that it was. It's one of my favorite shoes. I'm not even a dunk head or was a dunk head where the uh, Reese Forb joints, the um, low top uh, burlap joints. And that's just a shoe within itself because of the material. Um, the more you wear it, the more it kind of breaks apart. But again, it's 2004, I believe. So um, there's no way possible that you can have that shoe on your foot without it being restored somehow or re-glued. But again, with dunks, with Air Force Ones, um, as long as the upper is still intact and not falling apart or cracking, because again, over time, it's what it is. Um, but the Reese Forbes joints, joints I'm just 
I'm so glad that this is going on now because that's one of my favorite shoes of all times. But like you mentioned, Tony, the life shelf of a shoe worn or even DS is what, maybe seven years. So glues do break down and it's just what it is. So the reason why shoes being retro is such a big thing now, because Nike's already kept to the game that um, if you don't wear your shoes and leave them DS, you know, and again, we talked about before in previous episodes where it's been meetings in the past about hitting every four years as far as them getting a new market for, you know, high school seniors and how like there is strategies behind what is remade and so forth to make sure, you know, the kids, then the kids, kids and kids, kids, kids are all on, you know, these popular uh, models from the 90s and 2000s and, and the 80s. So um, but the restoration game. Um, again, like, like you said, Tony, the credibility of folks, the integrity of folks, and um, it's just a good thing overall to just make sure that people can keep their classics, keep them alive and well. Because um, as we talked about before, with a lot of models, um, it's just not what it was. And like you said, things crack on the first wear, believe me. Like you spend 130 bucks, things crack on the first wear. But guess what? Someone will restore them for you and repaint them the right way, not just paint over them. They will strip the paint and use the paint that, you know, Nike or Fila should have used. So um, a lot of these guys um, got art degrees and a lot of these guys are just coming from, hey, I'm going to just do trial and error and use the right paints and use the right materials. And it is big business right now. And it's, it's all good on my end, man, because, again, as an OG, you can keep some of this old stuff alive. Good. Well, just for the clarity over popularity, um, we it sounds like your intent uh, when you were seeking somebody or a service or whatever it looks like the execution of the person that you were dealing with matched your intent all right is that fair to say um so just for our audience is there like one or two things that you could give our audience um a, a tip on how to find someone uh, um you know you just said you know people got art degrees like what mm -hmm. are the, what do we what do you need to look for if you want uh to find a good uh reputable um you know sneaker uh restore um like is it is it the common things that they the the things that they use is their technique is there something you know a common person wouldn't know what to ask or, or, or look for but they have some old shoes that they want uh, uh restored you know give them a tip or two uh from the og what to look for honestly man the Old methods, no matter what goes on, still works. And I found Illyri. He's I-L-L-E-R-Y um, on Instagram. It was word of mouth. And um, honestly, the work that he does, again, he shows videos. He has testimonials. And it being a part of the game, although I'm way out here in the East Coast, he's done so many things for people um, in the Midwest, West Coast, overseas. Um, guys, I didn't even know he was even connected to that I knew. So with me, it was really word of mouth. And um, if anyone is really serious about what they're doing, um, they'll have a site, they'll have an Instagram, and usually they'll have a customer or two that will not mind sharing their testimonial, um, even swapping emails and so forth. And honestly, the customer service is what does it. And um, again, the thing with restoration is they don't last forever either. So once you find someone that's really, really good and they do the job, I know within three to four years tops, these flight pods are going to break down again because they're going to be four, five years older. And I'm going right to the guy I went to before. So with me, Tony's honestly word of mouth. We all got social media. 
Um, a lot of guys have um, websites now, testimonies. But then if you're on, you know, the blogs or what have you, um, people's work speak for itself. So they don't have to really up, them, up themselves up because other people would do it for them. And once you do things for three or four or five people, um, the word gets around fast. So in the restoration slash paint world, um, thankfully, good news goes around just as quick as bad news does in the world. And that's just what I've experienced. Gotcha. Yeah. So, um, you know, that's experience sounds similar to, um, I guess, if I was a tag along, I'll just say, if you have a tattoo, how did you pick your tattoo artist? It's it's something similar to that, right? You 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 want to look at their page, you want to look at their portfolio, you want to get some personal references, you want to see what other people had to say in the you know the comments and the you know, and you want to see other people's work, uh, uh, um, and how long like like once it healed and everything, like what does it look like? So um, so all right, that sounds like some uh, pretty good advice, um, you know. And when it comes to the um, with the restorations. And, you know, so we talked about the re-gluing um, and, and putting together. We talked about a little bit of the, the wash uh, 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 services as well. Um, but is there anything else that, you know, that's trending right now that we we can say that, you know, um, it's. I guess I want to say that it's new um, with the used shoes, um, but I feel like the stigma, what has changed is that the stigma of used shoes has gone down, right? Because I, we were like first eBay sellers, you know what I'm saying? So the fact that you, because there was so much mistrust with just anybody selling that you didn't know because it was new. Um, and the, the used concept, right? Because we were the, we had to evolve into the definitions of dead stock near dead stock very near dead stock indeed uh, v v v v v v <laughs> uh, ds v n d f um you know what i mean all the very very and then what happened is too many people start entering you know and sliding the scale on what that meant um because i remember when i started joining ebay like in our descriptions we would specifically put dead stock factory meaning it's factory laced. It hasn't even been tried on. And mm -hmm. then if it was tried on, we'd say dead stock, but store or whatever, you know what I'm saying? To delineate that this is a brand new shoe, but you know, a shoe, you know, I guess our era just was just accepted that people tried on shoes in the stores. And that, that could have been a pair that you got. Um, you know what I mean? I guess people don't really could probably because they're not buying in the store, but so much they're not trying it on because they're not keeping the shoe. Um, mm -hmm. uh, you know what I mean? So, you you lose out on that experience of the um you know of the shoe being tried on or, or creased you know um people's shoes send stuff back just because a, a lace or, or a, a stitch is out of place um you're not ready for what that used to look like uh, <laughs> back in the day and then we, we didn't have much of a problem with it uh, um um but now you know and then ebay i it took me a uh, well, it's not like I bought you shoes. I might have bought like two, um, only because it's something that I really wanted, um, and I just couldn't find it. And then I kind of did my own self restoration because I was definitely not about to slip on somebody else's shoe. Because half of these people on eBay, they didn't. I learned quickly that they, I people don't clean their shoes like I do before you take the pictures. People yeah. would just have the dirt and the rocks and everything in the picture, and I'm sitting there like, 
you know you could get more money if you actually clean the dang thing. I know I ain't going to get no box, but you might get $50, $60 minimum more. Um, 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 you know what I mean? So, yeah, those uh, that stigma of what a used shoe um, was, um, you know, with the eBay, first generation eBay, um, and then to where it's at now, I feel like, you know, I feel like because StockX only does authentic stuff, um, um, but you know, goat. You can say if it was uh, um, used or not. You, you know what I mean. And then eBay, you can still do the used stuff, but you're just not gonna go through the off the the authenticity uh, mm-hmm. guarantee and everything mm-hmm. like that. But it still exists. You just have to be a uh, you know a good seller. So my advice was don't buy used stuff from sellers on eBay that have of two feedback. You know, let's don't do it or zero. So just be mindful of users on eBay with low feedback. That's my only advice. Everybody else, you know, that's when you got your offer up. So you got your locals because that that doesn't, you know, you don't do the Craigslist stuff anymore. But if you're still doing off offer up, you know, that's where you get your local trades. I think used shoes, my personal opinion, they're better for trading uh, rather than, you know, um, but you just got to make sure that people are honest. And that's the hardest part. Just make sure you're dealing, uh, try to judge the person. This is one time where you do have to judge the person um, because this, you know, because then it's like, I wore it. But then it gets into, I wore it um, inside on the carpet, you you, you know, but I didn't go outside, um, you know. But then it's just like, hold on, that's a Jordan 5 with a clear sole. Like, and then it had, why I got rocks? You got rocks in your house um, uh, on your carpet? Like, how did this get into my shoe? Um, um, You know, I thought you said that you you didn't wear it outside, you know. And it was like, oh, well, you know, I went to the mailbox. Huh? Then it's, it's not new anymore. Stop it. You know, or it's like new, you know, or they'll say it's dead stock. And then in the description, there's an asterisk. It was like could pass for new. Or some of the retro shoes like you're talking about that are restored. People aren't honest about those either. You know, you know, because you got to say. This might not even be wearable, right? Mm -hmm. You got to say that You, Mm -hmm. you, you, you know, if you put the shoe on and it crumbles. One, they can't return it anyway, uh, you know what I mean? But it's just like, just have some honor and just be like, look, this ain't to be worn or this isn't to be balded or you're going to look like Nick Young uh, used to look for our wizards uh, with his soul stuck to the court uh, mm-hmm. while he's running around <laughs> with a soulless Jordan 11 because you tried to wear some old Jordans uh, trying to be cool and you probably need your boy to put the soul back on it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I was at that game. I remember that. Um, so, you know. Just make sure that you do your homework um, and see, um, you know, who's, who's been doing what and just deal with people you're comfortable with and who you think is honest and who's not. Because there are a lot of um, that's just for that clarity over popularity. You know, a lot of people aren't telling the full truth and you can't verify how many times they wore it um, or whatever. A lot of these dudes is tiptoeing in their Jordans. All right. Um, and they tiptoeing in your Jordans uh, uh, before you even get them. So. I think that that's a, you know, a good uh, uh, wrap up. I think we covered a couple of different angles. Uh, uh, you know what I'm saying? Especially um, just touching on the used uh, uh, part of the culture too. It's great to have these services to restore and clean them up. Um, but can you wear them um, <laughs> at the end of the day? Um, and and if the sh- if the sh- the soles getting already going to worn out, then you should have some intent 
to come back and 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 find one of your soul swap uh 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 uh, artists or whoever um so that they can help you out with that um and i know a lot of people like they'll make you buy the new shoe so you might have some old jordan threes and then they'll tell you you got to go buy the new one and then i'll just go take that soul and then match it up with the new one you know what i mean so just be careful and be mindful that you're gonna have to do some work you can't just be like yo do everything you know what i'm saying and and, and then fit the bill for me or give me the bill later you know what i'm saying like no you know have some creativity or maybe have some creativity and say, I want to switch a one and a three and see what that looks like. You know what I mean? Just like you ask an artist to do something custom, you know, uh, the shark is challenging the, the audience to, you know, be creative with some of your soul swaps. Let's, let's, you know, and then make it a thing. Maybe that's another thing coming soon. So there you go. And in closing shark, let me add this to what you just said. You get what you paid for. So with a lot of the restorations, a lot of our sneaker heads, so forth, um, try to just be cheap and try to just undercut folks and so forth. But if you want quality, sometimes you're going to have to pay fair market value. So don't look to get a restoration on a reglue done for 10 bucks because you're going to get 10 buck work. You might as well go ahead and go get some shoe glue from Target yourself and see how that quality yeah, comes at out. The, at Gorilla Glue. At yeah. The, at the Gorilla. So. Good luck with that. <laughs> so <laughs> that ain't happening. Definitely. So. All right. Well, here goes another uh, sneaker business talk episode of Soul Material Podcast. That's why we're the podcast you cheer for. So uh, signing off, it's T-Mart, the street shark. And the OGEO. Till next time. Peace to you. Till next time.